This is Deion Dawkins, man, and you're listening to The Scoop on OwlScoop.com. You already know. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Scoop, OwlScoop.com podcast, season eight, episode 36, and it's a special edition of The Scoop. Thank God this coaching search is over. Temple formally announced today that they are hiring Penn State associate head coach Adam Fisher. We broke the news a few hours ago, recording around 8.45 on a Wednesday night. I'm John DiCarlo, full house with me tonight, Kyle Gauss, Caden Steele, Javon Edmonds. What's going on, guys? It is a great day to be a reporter that covers Temple because you no longer have to care about this coaching search. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm doing okay. Obviously, I didn't get the job. Uh, no, you didn't. That background no. check will come back to get you every time, man. Like, look, these things fall through. You're not the first person. <laughs> A little heartbroken, but, you know, uh, I won't stop my pursuit. You know, Stan Drayton was once turned down by Temple, and now he's back with the program. So, few, a few years down the line, I will be back. And, uh, you know, until then, I'll see if Coppin State still needs a replacement for Juan Dixon. The coach, the coach Bond thing picked up a tad bit of traction on the message board and I think on Twitter too. So, you know. yeah. Yeah. In this, in this analogy, then Adam Fisher is Matt Rule. Yeah. Because that's why that's who Stan lost out to, right? Temple mm-hmm. fans love to hear that. <laughs> Javon, would you put Caden on your staff? Uh, oh, he's hesitating. He's hesitating. I can't find a spot for Caden because, like, basketball wise with the X's and O's, he'll tell you. He he wouldn't want me to risk my job by hiring, you know. And then with strength and conditioning, like Caden doesn't even have like a single knee, so I don't think he <laughs> wants to try to put other guys through weight training either. So I, I, Caden, Caden be the reporter. I give all my school assistant to, to the head coach. Yeah, Mark Bacon did it for four years. See, but I want to use my roles like usefully, you know. Ooh. Ooh, God, oh, God, Christ. <laughs> oh, John, I'm just saying what you've been wanting to say for four years. Come on. Jesus. Wow. Javon coming in hot. Caden, don't let him talk to you that way. Stay, say something here to break it up. What's what's going it's, on, buddy? It's, just say it's okay. I, I know Javon doesn't want me on his strength and coordinating staff. That's fine. But when I offered him to go to the gym the last two days, he has said no. So when he's looking at a candidate, I'm not sure who he's going to go to because he doesn't have much experience in that area. But <laughs> Javon's, Javon. also, Javon's also, I mean, Javon is, is eating some French fries right now, but Javon has an amazing metabolism. He could eat like six hamburgers and not gain a pound. So, yeah, to me in four years, Javon. <laughs> <laughs> and when those four years come, that's when I will get my butt in the weight room. No, fun you, story no, my high school baseball coach, um, Tim Lindekamp, he was a minor league baseball coach. So, like, I actually have a lot of good weight training principles. Like, he's he had a good little regiment that he put us through. Me and the gym just don't get along these days. That's all. Glad is to see uh, Javon happy, though, because when he thought they hired Charlton Young in the studio earlier, I've never seen a man more upset in my entire life. Head mm. down, didn't talk <laughs> for 20 minutes. He just seemed to be on his thoughts, but glad to see him happier with a new haircut, too. It's a great day. Haircut does a lot for you, man. <laughs> As we, you uh, I'm wearing a hat because I am like six weeks past a haircut. So. <laughs> uh, before we get into uh, this, is going to be a mail mailbag heavy episode of the scoop because uh, all of you and a lot of you who are listening subscribe to alscoop.com and have been chiming in on the coaching search updates thread or whatever whatever the heck it was called, whatever I named it. And so you've been waiting patiently for this news. So we want to get to all of your mailbag questions. A reminder that the scoop is now brought to you by Greenspan and Greenspan Injury Lawyers. If you have been injured while on the road or the highway and the crash was someone else's fault, the insurance company will not be on your side. You need us, Temple Law grads, who will fight hard to get the compensation that you deserve. We only get paid if we win. In PA or New York, call us today at 215-261-7359. That's 215-261-7359. And you can find them on the web, uh, greenspans-law.com. Let's get into this, guys. Again, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that Temple has finished up its coaching search to replace Aaron McKee, Adam Fisher, the associate head coach at Penn State, a name that we've been mentioning for quite a while. 
at Al Scoop. Neem Temple's next men's basketball coach. I've been told that the press conference will probably be maybe Wednesday or Thursday of next week. So it's going to be a few days into next week before we get the chance to talk to Adam Fisher. And again, if you're a Temple fan, you know it's been a weird day. John Rothstein of CBS Sports initially reported that Charlton Young, the associate head coach at the University of Missouri, had been offered the job, had some time to decide, and then what, 15 minutes later, quote, tweeted his own tweet and said... It was closer to like an hour, but yeah. Okay. I think it was like 15 minutes. Had quote tweeted himself and said that Charlton Young was removing his name from consideration. I'll say this off the bat because we have mailbag questions about it, and I understand it's a, it's a hot topic, understandably so. I have been told a couple of different things by people outside of Temple. And again, in the interest of full transparency, those of you who know me, you know I I work at Temple. I get the the chance to work alongside guys like like Hayden and Javon. I do not work for the athletic department. I'm Temple's managing director of student media, co-director of our Claire Smith Center. Don't work for the athletic department. Have not been communicating with Arthur Johnson on the search, nor would I expect to. I've been told conflicting bits of information about whether or not Charlton Young or CY, as people call him, was offered the job. So this is not being spun by Temple. I don't truly know what to think. I could see it from either side. There are people outside of Temple who have told me that he was never formally offered the job. There are people outside of Temple who told me that he was offered the job and and turned it down. I will truly not know unless I was on one of those phone calls. So, but nonetheless, I, I think Temple made a good hire here. You know, uh, a Guy with a proven track record with recruiting. Uh, we'll see what what comes of his staff. We're you know, if you are an Alscoop.com subscriber, you've seen some of the names we floated out there. So I think the staff looks promising. It'll become official over the next several weeks. But I want to hear what you guys think about all this, and then we'll go right into the into the mailbag because that'll get into the fun details about what it was like to cover this, all, just the, the craziness of this whole thing because it was certainly a unique coaching search to cover. Kyle, I'll start with you. Just general thoughts on this. Oh, I was going to consciously take a back seat to let Giovanni Caden talk. But okay, that's off. Um, <laughs> you want me to talk about what it was like to cover it? Because it was chaos. I think uh, I think more so than any coaching staff that coaching search that I've ever been part of. I feel like in the end, it boiled down to there were like three or four people that had like a, uh, either a good idea or thought they had a good idea about what was going on. But then there were 45 people that heard from those three or four people that then re- repeated stuff as if it was like their own info. So it, it was kind of hard a lot of times just chasing things down. Um, what what was true? What was somebody hearing things from whisper down the lane? What was somebody just trying to control the narrative? Things like that. But in the end, I understand why people might have been frustrated this early this afternoon when there was like that hour stretch. Uh, is this going to be CY Young, who I 5% of me wanted to get the Temple job just so I could call him Cy Young. <laughs> and then they were frustrated for that like hour and a half after that, where it looked like Temple had egg on its face and they really botched this. And are they going to have to go back to Carl Hobbs? Are they going to have to restart this whole search process over? But in the end, I think if you had told somebody two weeks ago that they were going to hire Adam Fisher, a lot of people would have been happy with that. Like he was the guy on a lot of people's minds because it was almost like a perfect storm. He's a guy that has a good reputation as a recruiter. He's a guy that was just part of a, a staff that took a disaster of a program to three minutes away from the Sweet 16. It seems like it's a perfect storm for Adam Fisher to finally make that jump. Um, do I think there's going to be growing pains? Absolutely. He's never been a head coach before. He's been a, a he's only been an assistant coach for nine years. He was a video coordinator at Nova. I think it's a good hire as well. Um, I think this is, we've talked about this before. It's such a cliche, but I think so much of it's going to matter what his staff looks like. If he gets the staff out there that's kind of been like rumored and floated, if he gets all those guys, then yeah, he could have a pretty solid staff here and really kind of hit the ground running. And even with seven open scholarships right now, like really utilize his connections at Penn State with guys like, we might even have a mailbag questions about this, Jamil Brown, the former Temple Target is in the portal. There's like connections there with things like that. And then he's also been effectively working the portal for the past three weeks as a assistant coach. Like he was recruiting for Penn State. He was probably recruiting a little bit for Notre Dame over the last week or so. Like, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about this. I'll throw in something about that portal thing. You want to guess who else he's been talking to in the portal before taking this Temple job? Zach Hicks, Daniel Hicks. Reynolds, everybody in the yeah, everybody's on Temple's roster, right? Yeah, but um, no, I think Kyle hit the nail on the head. I, I feel like, well, John, Caden, y'all have heard me say this. I felt like out of everyone we heard, he was the only one who was a good candidate. 
I didn't like any of the old heads, to be honest with you. They were unproven and away from head coaching for a while. I'd rather give the shot to someone who hasn't had it than to someone who's tried and failed. And you look at Fisher and what he's done with the Philadelphia recruits. I mean, he turned Miami into mini Philly, right? Devon Reed, Jersey guy. You look at Lonnie Walker. I don't understand. You This year's team doesn't even make it, to be honest with you, to the Final Four without Adam Fisher because of Wooker Poplar and because of Isaiah Wonk. So, you know, I, I wouldn't understand. It was a, a bold claim, Javon. They don't get to the Final Four without the ACC Player of the Year. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. don't he's saying quick, he's giving them credit. Yeah. Real quick, credit I, for finding those guys. If you want to be a contrarian, the question is like, did he get them there, or did like Isaiah Wong is the most vocal proponent for NIL, like yeah, college yeah. athletes, right? So, I think that's going to be the only thing that is the biggest question mark: is will Fisher be able to get all his recruits without you know the resources? Because I'm looking at the four guys out of those six who are in the portal, who said they'd give the next guy a chance to recruit them back. All of them have money being thrown their way, more money than Temple's NIL Collective can offer. So we'll see what his magic looks like. But listen, McKee's four years, ultimately his downfall is because he couldn't get guys in the area to stay in the area. You look part at of it. I don't think, part yeah. of it. You look at Fisher. That's not his problem. He's pretty good at getting guys from this area. Uh, so we'll see how these next however long years go. Yeah, kind of going off Javon, I think it's a, you know, a really good a hire for Temple. You looked at the candidates, you know, earlier, and then that report came out by Russell with Charlton Young. And I think, you know, if that actually happened, and we don't know if he actually got an offer or not, but if Temple went down that route, I think this fan base would have been a little bit underwhelmed. If you just look at his resume at Georgia Southern, it would have been a really tough sell. So I think to land the guy that is, you know, was born like 45 minutes from Philly, has that local connection in recruiting. Fans probably know the name from the tournament. I think it's a better sell for the fan base. And also, you know, just recruiting-wise, like Javon mentioned, being able to get those guys from Miami, helping Penn State get their first top 30 class. I think I saw in Javon's article, so just having, you know, that, you know, reputation as a recruiter, being underneath Jim Laragana and Michael Shrewsbury, so he's learned from two really good head coaches. And I think it's just a fresh, you know, breath of fresh air, you know, being a younger coach into the institution, a guy that wants to be here. I think Temple hit it, you know, right on this hire. And I think the other guys were just, you know, were a little underwhelming, at least when it came to the fan base. Yeah, Fisher actually, he started his coaching career as a grad manager at Villanova from 2007 to 2009 under Jay Wright. Uh, we've talked, uh, of course, just now about the success he had. And the Miami staff and the Penn State staff. So again, yeah, he's replacing Aaron McKee, who went 52 and 56 in those four years at Temple. No tournament berths, no American Athletic Conference tournament victories. So let's go. I think we'll, we'll dive right in the mailbag on this because it was again the the, the fans and our, and our alscoop.com subscribers were just waiting and waiting and waiting, hitting refresh on that on that thread, and just just God bless them, just just waiting on news the whole time. So. We want to get to uh, as many of these questions as we can. And a lot of the important dialogue, the facts, the figures, the details will come out in the mailbag today. The first one, and the, the, ironically enough, the, the screen name, we've heard this one before, is Villanova Fan 35. These are screen names from alscoop.com subscribers. Villanova Fan 35 has two mailbag questions for us today. The first one is walk through what the process was like today. I mean, it wasn't just today. It was... You know, I think we've said this before. When you're covering a coaching search, you you're attached to your phone a little bit more. The people who love you and care about you criticize you for not being present in the moment. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Literally feel you feel yourself doing it. Like I had, yeah. I was having conversations with my wife today that I would get like a text and like I could think like my subconscious going like you are not listening to what she's saying and I wasn't. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, not paying any attention. Yeah, my wife likes to tease me. Were you, were you listening to anything I was saying? I was like, uh, yeah. no, I'm not going to pretend that I was. And when you're in student media like Hayden and I, you got to deal with all 100 of the wannabe next Volges and Stephen A's bombarding you with questions all the daggone time. No matter how much you tell them, don't ask me anything because you're not finding out anything until the rest of the general public finds out anything because I have a job to do that pays me to do it. So, you know. then why didn't you do it? Why did we have to break it? <laughs> Johnny Rockets has, you know what? So, I'll tell you what happened this morning. I tried to bait a, a good friend of the program into giving me something by saying I heard something that I didn't hear. And uh, 
you know, wouldn't give me the, the confirmation on it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> trying to find a leak. And, 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 you know, didn't bite. And then Johnny Rockets over here, bravo, bravo, beating the whole world, getting the ESPN shout out, breaks the news. And I'm like, damn it, what I said was right. I couldn't just get a, a something, a, a yeah on it. So, you know, anyways, <laughs> let's not take away from John's moment by crapping on me, it's Kyle. It's not. <laughs> there's there's no I, I mean it's nice to break a story and it was nice that espn uh gave us credit for it but i will wake up tomorrow morning we will wake up tomorrow morning and our lives will be exactly the same you gotta you gotta take the small the small pleasures and things john you have something that your competitor doesn't have today yeah. you, you have Ooh. to be happy about that <laughs> yeah but now yeah. it's the same it's the work begins you you start fleshing out what adam fisher staff is going to look like who they're going to get in the portal who's staying who's going and it's an ongoing thing, but yeah, it's a lot of to answer Villanova fan 35's question. The process today, I, I'll I'll be honest with you, and again, you guys can share your perspectives on this. I thought as of last night that the job had been offered. If people kept saying, "What's your gut telling you? What's your gut telling you?" I thought last night that the job, in my heart of hearts and my gut, I thought that the job had been offered to Charlton Young. I just thought that might have been the case, and again. I cannot truly say definitively whether or not that's the case. I can be led to believe, uh, you know, either side of it. And I, th I thought that the job was going to be offered to him and that he was going to turn it down. And I don't know him. I've never met CY hear good things about him here. He's a very good recruiter. I mean, he has proven track record as a recruiter. And I thought the job might get offered him first, whether or not it was I'm not sure. So when I initially saw that John Rothstein tweet, you know, you're waiting, you're, again, all of us have other responsibilities, full-time responsibilities, other stuff. Al Scoop may feel like a full-time job, but it's not quite a full-time job for us. So the rosting tweet goes out. Okay. I'm not surprised, but you know, on our message board, people were saying, okay, you know, they saw that Mike Jensen tweet and said, you don't, you don't get offered a job if you're not going to accept it. And I said to somebody, that's true most of the time. And somebody thought I was being cryptic and I was not trying to be cryptic. I had just been told, the whole time by people I trust, not completely sold on it. If he gets the job or if he's offered the job, he might be wavering. Then I saw the follow-up Rothstein tweet and thought, wow, this is this is kind of interesting. So it's a lot of hurry up and wait. You try to talk to people. You do sift through a lot of bullshit, but that's that's part of it. You know, guys that, that cover Major League Baseball, the NFL, they deal with it at an even more insane level. So it's a lot of that. And that's why we joke around and say, we're glad it's over just because you're not a joke, not a joke. 100% serious. I'm yeah. I mean, I was supposed to, I mean, it's funny, not like anybody would really care. Cause you guys, uh, our listeners, they just want news, but I was supposed to, uh, I was supposed to, the, supposed to go to the Sixers game tonight with my stepbrother-in-law. And like, as it was getting closer, I was like, Hey, do you mind if we go next week? Because I don't want to be a jerk and just be, attached to my phone the whole night and I actually want to lay back and enjoy the game and just sit and and kind of like take it all in. He's like, yeah, I get it. So um yeah, glad it's over. It can be interesting. This one was weird, but that was part of the day. I mean to 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 put a story up, update it and throw another story up and you're just checking. Are you sure? Are you sure? It's a lot of if I were to put that out there, would I look like an idiot? No, you wouldn't look like an idiot. Or it's it's you hear something and it's like, if I were to put that out there, you know, would I look like an idiot? And then someone might say to you, not quite sure on that. Wouldn't put out that put that out there just yet. It is really just sourcing, 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 and it it can be a pain in the butt. But that's why it's not an easy job sometimes. I, I have a question on the whole denied contract situation. Mm -hmm. How much sense? Because I'm sure Kyle definitely will have an interesting perspective on this one. Do you guys think it makes much sense? to go through the, the hiring process of a job that you, know, that you know you're going to turn down. Like, let's just say that was the case where Young knew he was going to turn it down. I, yes. I get the whole, you can prove to somebody that someone said yes to me, but with his track record, does that really, you know, help? I, I, I don't, no. I'm not giving an opinion. I'm just asking. Yeah, no, I think it's a good question. I, I think it absolutely does. And when, when you... Think about when you're going through the Adam Fisher process, people on our board are saying, well, what other jobs has he been in the running for? Like, why is Temple the first one to do this? I think the more you get your name out there, and next year, if Missouri goes 26-5 and five and Charlton Young's in the running at Arkansas, whatever, then it's, okay, well, last year he was in the running at Temple. Like, it, I think it makes it more palatable. There's no such thing as bad press. And just from, like, a 
a logistics standpoint, I think it's always beneficial to take interviews. From mm-hmm. a, I am not a basketball coach. I, from every time I've ever been headhunted in my life, I take every interview. I respond to every headhunter because it's just like, look, it's, you're just getting swings in the batting cage. Like you're getting better at it. Like you're realizing Stan Drayton probably interviewed with 15 different programs. And I started to realize what was, what resonates, what doesn't resonate. Like, I think, I don't think, I don't think he took the interview with like, oh, is this even worth my time? Like, I think even if he didn't get offered the job or if he did get offered the job, it's worth his time. John, real quick, to go back to what you said about the, you'll get offered the job unless you're going to accept it, accept me this time. If this coaching cycle is told as anything, that's not the case this year. I mean, USF's on its third coach in like six days. Like, more so than 15 years ago, it's, your people are getting offered jobs that they are not accepting or they're accepting. And then two days later realizing, Oh crap, that means that my offset money from Notre Dame means I'm not going to get paid more money. Like there's still plenty of stuff that shows that offers are being extended without verbal agreements. And people kind of get into their own echo chambers, not just on these, these coaching searches, but NFL coaching searches and free agent draft, all that stuff. It's just human nature. And again, even though, Charlton Young did not end up at Temple. I mean, let's not, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but let's not make the guy out to be chopped liver. The thing that everyone's going to get stuck on, obviously, was how do you come to Temple? It was like, okay, how do you sell, how do you sell the the head coaching record that he had at Georgia Southern where things didn't, didn't work out for him down there? 43 and 84 at his alma mater. But, you know, for, for a guy like, to bring it back to Javon's point, if you're saying like, okay, if I'm, Going into this interview with Arthur Johnson and Temple Search Committee, okay, do I am I sure about this? I'm not. Maybe I'm not sure. But you know, maybe if you're Charlton Young, maybe you say, okay, I'm gonna see and I'm gonna get down to the eleventh hour, and if I get I get an offer, I'm really really gonna think about it. But I mean, he he could get back into the cycle next year, like like Kyle said. I mean, you know, does he deserve all the credit for this? No. I mean, they've Dennis Gates has a good staff there, but they went Missouri went 12 and 21 overall, 5 and 13 in the SEC last year to 25 and 10 this year, fourth place in the SEC. They won they went an NCAA tournament game. I mean, he helped them to one of the better tor- uh, one of excuse me, one of the better turnarounds in the country. So, yeah, it's it this one was this one was weird, but yeah, I think I think there are a lot of reasons, Javon, why you might go into it because you just you just don't know until you get in front of people. It could be a, a certain question that turns you one way in the interview, and I don't know. It's this was a strange one. What was today like for 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 you guys, Caden and Javon, when you're you're in you're in college? You guys are college students. You're you're interning for the Enquirer. You have your student media responsibilities and your class responsibilities. What was uh, what was the process like for you today? You glued to your phones and just trying to stay on top of things. Yes, while Caden was in our um <clears throat> 11 a.m., excuse me, filling out job applications, I was trying to get something out of anyone. Um, I was also fighting sleep. Uh, it was the first time in my four years of college that I have actively put my headphones in and started listening to music during uh, an in-person class. First time for everything. Might as well go out with a bang. <laughs> Saw the Charlton Young stuff right when we were getting out of class. As Caden said, I was... Uh, what what's the word for it? I guess spewing because I'm just sitting here like you know, I know I'm most likely not covering this team in depth for for a little bit after this year. Uh, but but still, while I'm here, I'm going to do the job. And as I promised, if anyone but Fisher got that job, it was probably going to be an interesting press conference for me. And I'm just looking at this guy's track record. The 43 and 84 was bad. What was even worse was Georgia Southern was in the Southern Conference when he posted that record. Uh, And the only school he had been employed by in this region was Northeastern, and everything else was South. Real real quick, in my mind, Missouri's in the South. It's not. Like, I visualize it in the South. Like, I visualize it down by Mississippi and, like, Arkansas. It's not. Like, it's Mm -hmm. pretty far up. It's next to, like, Chicago. But, (laughs) but yeah. And also, also, I'm pretty sure Georgia Southern was – going like it just got off sanctions yeah yeah it's like it was just like a cluster of a situation but yeah no i agree with everything you're saying but like there is like you could spin it i guess Mm -hmm. yeah but that was that then went to go get a haircut so that he denied the job it's like okay well temple just got a blessing in disguise and then i'm like okay well this thing is going to happen i had a feeling it was going to happen today just off of how yesterday was going and the Wingard stuff yesterday made me say, yeah, they're gotta get they've gotta get somebody quick before 
anyone starts overthinking about not taking the job. So I figured it'd come today. And as soon as Young turned it down, I'm like, okay, the Fisher news has to come before at least six o'clock. And boom. Caden got his hair cut a couple weeks ago, right? So Yeah, I got I got mine uh before Javon's a couple of weeks ago, but <laughs> Devon has it convenient. He's able to walk to a little, what was it, a barbershop where no one knows where it's at, and it's not crowded, I imagine. So he went yesterday, which was the best part. Walking <laughs> out. Yeah, went yesterday. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw our own Ramir Vaughn under the bus. I, I text our barber on Monday. I'm like, yeah, you free sometime this week? He's like, yeah, when are you free? It's like, I'm free all day Tuesday, and I'm free after 2 o'clock on Wednesday. He's like, all right, yeah, let's do three. I'm thinking he meant three o'clock on Tuesday. I go to the barbershop. He's like, oh, no, nah, I meant three o'clock tomorrow. I got you and Ramir written down. I said, me and Ramir written down. He didn't even tell me he's coming to get a haircut. So I see him today. I'm like, Ramir, you could have told me that, you know, you made plans for me without telling me and, you know, could have saved me a commute yesterday. So, uh, yeah, that was that. Well, there you go. Hair looks good nonetheless. Yeah, Jay- I try. JHG722 asks, how excited should Temple fans be about the hire? I think they should be excited. Uh, to be honest, I think they should also should have been, part of them maybe should have been excited if they hired Young and nothing to do with Young. But just because, like, if you hired a Carl Hobbs or a John Becker or, like, somebody that was more, like, established and, like, was, you know what they are, right? So, like, you know what John Becker's, like, weaknesses are. Like, you know that Carl Hobbs got fired at George Washington, like, you, their floors are probably higher than like an Adam Fisher or Charlton Young, but like their ceilings are a lot lower. So I think like with Fisher, it's at least like where Temple basketball is. I think you needed to swing for the fences. Like you need to take on somebody that like there's a chance you're going to whiff, but there's also a chance that you're going to hit and you're going to go to the Sweet 16 in three years. Like, so I think Adam Fisher gives you the chance of, I think the next three to four months are going to be exciting because you have seven scholarships to play with and an entire coaching staff to fill out. So that'll be interesting. I think they should be excited. They should also just be relieved that you got your guy. Like you got one of your first choices, which a lot of coach, which a lot of ADs in this coaching cycle are not getting. It just going off Kyle. I think, you know, Temple fans should be excited. One, because you mentioned Kyle, you get a guy in here that you know was one of your top choices in the same sense. The other guys on the list, like you mentioned, John Becker did a great job, you know, at Vermont, but he's in his fifties. He's been at Vermont. He was an assistant at Vermont before he was the head coach. Before that, he was an assistant at Catholic. Really don't know what type of ceiling he would have had as a head coach. Same with a guy like Carl Hobbs, who's sixty-one. Although proved he could be a head coach before, I feel like that could have been more of like a retirement job. You know, that was his last opportunity. One of his last opportunities as he gets up there in the ages of back at the end of the day. So I think Adam Fisher is a more young exciting guy coming off recent success so i think you know, at the end of the day temple wasn't going to land this huge name assistant from a power five or like or they got a guy from power five but they weren't going to land you know made the biggest thing but i think it's worth you know taking a shot at a guy who's kind of local and has that experience so i think you could be as excited as you possibly could be all right the next mailbag question here comes from the screen name p Fiormai. the question there do you think the potential staff you guys outlined last week on the board will come to fruition if not who would be other potential names that might be out there so one of the names that we did throw out there yeah i mean there's you you have to see how things come together i don't know what budget he's dealing with but these are some of the names we heard michael huger the former bowling green head coach could be a possibility as the associate head coach michael huger and adam fisher worked together at miami probably bobby jordan a name that uh philadelphia fans know former drexel player former drexel assistant really respected recruiter a lot of connections, a lot of AU connections. He's up on Dwayne Killing's staff at Albany right now. I know he's very interested in being on the staff. He's a possibility uh, for that third spot. We've heard a couple of names. It'll just kind of depend on how things shake out. And then, you know, I've heard from several people now that I think that, that Adam Fisher is pretty serious about trying to look very strategically at those off-the-bench roles with some guys with AAU connections or current AAU guys, which is Probably what you want to do. Those guys can't hit the road for you. You can have your three bench assistants hitting the road. Uh, you can't in those off the bench roles, but you know, they can make calls, you know, they can be of service to you. Again, so much of college basketball now is recruiting the portal, getting players out of the portal. What is your name, image, and likeness collective doing for you? All that sort of stuff. But you know, the the staff that it looks like you could put together seems to make a lot of sense. So in terms of other names, we would kind of just be 
you know, this is the stuff we'll be reporting on in the coming weeks. But those are the, some of the names that we've heard at this point, I would say. Yeah. And just to put a timeline on that, I mean, that could be really quick or it could be really long. So, I mean, you're already seeing um, Mike Rhodes up at Penn State has already like announced his AHC, the guy from Rowan, or sorry, an assistant on that. So, like, there are situations where it's the same with. Green and Crispin? Yeah. Crispin's going oh, to Penn wow. State. Okay. Um, so you see, like, even before they officially have the job, these guys are networking and putting out feelers and, hey, if I get this job, or would you be willing to come with me? So, like, it wouldn't surprise me if in the next couple of days you hear, like, a name or two that's like, yep, that guy's going to Temple. Also, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, there's, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm still looking to fill one of those spots. It's going to take a round of interviews. New England now has essentially the same question. Does the potential staff you previously posted look likely? Mostly likely, yes. Again, we'll, we'll have to see. Green Street out question there following up on the running joke from last week's pod what will be your go-to choice for a drink if this was a booze centric recording and you can't just say beer or wine there must be a specific brand name or vintage even for a glass of wine or a drink like an old-fashioned cheers i will get the popcorn out for this one so before we start recording i said to kyle you know what i think i'm actually gonna have a drink i'm not even a huge beer drinker anymore not that kyle have you ever known me to be a huge beer drinker no yeah <laughs> so um we got either like a six pack or a 12 pack of Guinness for the Super Bowl. I didn't touch a single one of them. I was superstitious when the Eagles went up. I was like, I'm just keep doing completely illogically. I'm going to keep doing the same thing I'm doing, but I cracked open a Guinness. I'm not even, I mean, I like Guinness. I can't say I'm a, a huge Guinness drinker, but currently drinking one right now as we relax on the pod. And, uh, and me being the good wingman that I am said, John, you can't drink alone. Then we start to ask questions. So I went and I got one. I'm drinking a well-crafted uh, Volk Vienna. Well-crafted is a local brewery. They have a nice little, uh, a nice little setup in Ambler. So mm-hmm. to answer the initial question, I mean, I like beer. Uh, I like if we're doing liquor, I'm a big Jameson guy. I like bourbon as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, right now I'm drinking well-crafted Volk Vienna. I also love Bell's, Bell's uh, well-crafted ale, mm-hmm. two-hearted ale, like all that stuff. Not for this, if not for this, I'd, I'd be drinking a Moscow Mule or any sort of... Do any- you think Trump's going to win the election in 2016? Drinking a Moscow Mule? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what a Moscow Mule is? No, I do. It was just like a the it drink of like 2015. <laughs> <laughs> I look, if you want to get into those like ridiculous mixed drinks, I used to do a thing, uh, I still do it. We do birch beer. You pour vodka in it, you call it a basic birch. Those are great. Plenty of options out there. Super Bowl party, right? I believe so. That Super Bowl party, we then convinced like one of your friends to call it work the next day. It was, it was a good time. Yeah. 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 I, fell, I fell asleep on a bunch of coats. You For did, some reason, yeah. we we're using my room to store coats, and I just fell asleep on yeah. people's coats. Yeah, your room, was the, your room was the coat room. But yeah, I'm drinking... Uh... Drinking a Guinness, if it wasn't for this, a, a mule, a Moscow mule, some sort of drink like that, or any sort of Italian red wine. Caden and Javon, you guys are of, are of age, right? Yes. Yes, John, we are not infants. Um, <laughs> You're like 21 in like 40 days, aren't yeah. you? You, make like it you like just like, turned 21. You make it sound like, you make it sound like you're 35. Oh, you should have. No, I'm just saying, like, we're just, we're not infants. Um, And you're not that old, you know, like the age gap isn't that far, John. Like, I'm. Um, I'm oh, helping you feel is, better about this. John, he's, Javon, he's literally more than double your age. <laughs> John is actually three years John, older than my dad. Um, so John, John's significantly older than you. Yeah, but like, you know, <laughs> young parenting. So I, I'll say John's not too far ahead, you know. Um, Thank you. Cranberry uh, cranberry juice mixed with crown apple, three, three cubes of ice. Besides that, I guess for beer, I'm not a huge beer fan necessarily. I think, I mean... I feel like I'm kind of basic, but I like Corona Light and I like Modelo and stuff like that. And when it comes to like mixing, like John 2015 Moscow Mule is pretty good. And I mean, <laughs> I'll take any margarita. Great, great mailbag question. Everybody is everybody is in their right mind and sober and, uh, you know, making solid decisions on this podcast. We all are in our right minds right now. But yes, yeah, so I appreciate the appreciate the question, Green Street Al. Mike TB31, what's more annoying, John Rothstein or a two-week head coaching search? <laughs> Rothstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i i mean the two-week head coaching search is also very annoying but i, I think i think john rothstein and this has not been the first time we've talked about this on this podcast i think the way that he kind of gets in his own way is he's so like obsessed with like spraying and praying and hoping something is right whether it's via like 
I'm going to text every head coach every single day on their game day and ask for this stuff or whether I'm texting coaches that might be losing their jobs about things like he doesn't necessarily process like doing things thoroughly. It's more about being first. Um, and he didn't credit us, even though ESPN did. So like like a two week head coaching search goes away after two weeks. John Rothstein stays around forever. Mm. Well, Ooh, not, I'm not forever. Not, not forever, Javon. Oh, yeah, we all have an expiration date. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, next question here, Temple 22 is the screen name. Are you able to go into detail about what transpired the last 48 to 72 hours? I mean, there's not really much to hide. I mean, I think anything that I we... I feel like we already did. Yeah, anything that we... Re- we we wouldn't talk about anything that we're not comfortable reporting. The three finalists were, were John Becker... Charlton Young and and Adam Fisher, and then it became really like, were they, were those the only ones that were finalists? Why? Why you you look like you're about to say something funny? No, no, no that's 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 accurate. That's accurate reporting, John. So there's yeah, there's really nothing that we wouldn't put out there that wasn't accurate. We'll we'll say what we know, say what we don't know, say what we think is is developing. So yeah, obviously over the last forty eight to seventy two hours, things picked up. I mean, I think in an earlier. I don't know if it was a mailbag question or just in the intro of the pod. I kind of took you through my thought process where I thought thought it was going to be Charlton Young's job. Uh, I knew they were high on Adam Fisher. And uh, yeah, over the last 48 and 72 hours, you're just, again, it's just wash, rinse, and repeat, sourcing stuff, checking in with people, or they check in with you. And it becomes kind of mundane and repetitive. And and But that's, I don't know just is what it is. And you just have to be careful. You have to try to be as responsible as you can be. And yeah, we broke this story. Had we not broken the story, we just, whatever, we just want to, we just want to get it right at a time where people are just, you know, we, we take this job seriously. And if people subscribe to the site and they keep hitting refresh and they're checking in on the same message board thread and saying anything new, anything new, anything new, you want to be as reliable as you can be. If people are paying money to subscribe to your service and we take that seriously. So it's, I, I can't really think of anything we we haven't added. You're just you're just trying to be as respectful and accurate and responsible as you can be. I don't know if there's anything you guys. Uh, want to I'll add say one. one of the things that maybe I didn't expect to be as prevalent that um, ended up being a pretty big part of our our lives the past couple of days is we became very in tuned with basketball coaching season Twitter, um, which isn't normally something you experience as much with football. Like with football, when there's a coaching search, it's okay. There's like five or six guys that are going to get that basketball there's so many programs and there's so many people that want to talk that there's like legitimately like this subsect of twitter that like these guys with 600 1200 followers like legitimately have sources and the unfortunate part of that is because there's these people that you wouldn't expect to have actual sources that shines a light on the people that don't have sources and like to pretend they do that would tweet things that would then end up on our boards that then i had to spend time putting out these small fires about no this guy who's impersonating this reporter does not actually have a scoop about this. No, this guy who claimed that Carl Hobbs is Arthur Johnson's nephew is not accurate. Like that was an annoying part of the last 48 to 72 hours. I'd say is having to be like, that guy is pulling your chain and you guys fell for it. Yes. Yeah. Unrelated. There are too many division one basketball programs. Too many. What's the right number for you? Uh, I, you know, I actually like got bored one night and uh, um, and you started realigned. mixing programs. <laughs> yeah, I realigned college Dobbin basketball. State gone. Like, yes, yes, yes. Some some programs got the X. I think I got it down to like it's definitely in the 100s, and I don't think it's the 150s either. If, if it's the 100s, are you down to like 32 for the tournament? Yes, maybe. I haven't hmm. gotten that far, Kyle. You know what? That's my project. This that's weekend. that's the problem though, because right now you're at like 68 out of. 300 and whatever right so we'll say like one six of the teams make the tournament if all of a sudden you get down to 120 like you're not gonna go, you're not gonna go down to 24 teams like that eliminates the beauty of the tournament yeah imagine a reality show where javon just hits the road and goes to these different schools knocks on a door somewhere and just hands them a letter and says uh open this up and get back to me so i'm about yeah i'm about to make your a reference cut. i'm about to make a reference that you're too old for and they're too young for but there used to be a show on mtv called next where it was a guy who would be like, it's a dating show. And he would just be like, talking about what he likes. Like, I like tan women that look like this. And then when these women would get off the bus and he would just be like, next, like just immediate reactions, like whether or not he liked them or not. Or sometimes they'd talk for like two minutes. I'm just imagining Javon doing that with like basketball programs. Like, hey, like I'm Valpo. Next. Like just on the next. And we'll just go through the entire roster. And then Javon's just down to like 18 schools. And those are the schools that get to compete for the same players. 
That's you're right. I am too. I've never heard of that show, but it, uh... next. <laughs> um, I think he actually had a buzzer. Like, and they just move on. Like, you couldn't handle me anyway, and they just walk off. <laughs> The next question is another one from Villanova fan 35. Are there any whispers of anyone in the portal likely to come here already? We kind of touched on that earlier. I to say that we would have dependable, solid names right now. I think we would kind of just be just throwing names out there in the wind. Yeah. I mean, it's going to pick up, you know, obviously there are temple guys in the portal. I would not expect Damian Dunn back. Caleb battle. We know is not going to be back. I see Miller. We'll, 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 we'll see. I'm not sure, but uh, not to be a boring bland answer here, but if we were to try to just speculate on names, I think it's kind of irresponsible. Well, we'll, we'll probably have some more for you by, by next week, unless I'm, unless I'm cutting you guys short here and you know of names that I'm not thinking of. I mean, yeah, I think we talked about this earlier, just like literally spitballing is I would think Jamil Brown at least gets like a phone call Mm-hmm. Um, from the Haverford School, spent one year up at at Penn State. Obviously, Adam Fisher is familiar there, but otherwise, like, it's too early to know. Like, what's the roster composition going to be like? Does he mm-hmm. value one position more than McKee valued mm-hmm. positions? So, like, yeah, and like you, yeah, and like you said earlier, all of these coaches, whether they are, you know, especially if they're looking for their next job, they're 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 talking to kids already. They're right. they're thinking five, six, seven steps ahead. <laughs> this one's a curveball. Uh, Al, we call this guy Al to the eighth degree. I noticed our in-game MC is working for the Sixers now. The Temple also accept his resignation this week. That's uh, that's Lee. Lee, I'm so sorry, Lee. I'm forgetting your last name. I don't know if Lee's going to be bouncing back and forth between the Sixers and Temple, but uh, I don't know. That was a. Uh... You could have asked him if you went to the Sixers game tonight. I know. But I didn't. You bailed. I didn't. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, like I said, my brother-in-law Hal and I can get uh. Tickets for the Celtics game on Tuesday. Esther Boyer, the screen name on the next question. Any insight into Fisher's offensive and defensive philosophies? Great question. I don't know that for sure. I mean, he's, you know, he's got some some interesting people to to borrow from here. I mean, if you want to go back as far back as, you know, you know he's a grad manager for, for Jay Wright. Jim, he's been on Jim Laranaga's staff. He's been on Micah Shrewsbury's staff, uh, obviously, before Micah went on to, to Notre Dame. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know yet. That's that's a question. That's a classic. That's a classic press conference question, and it's it becomes even more interesting now because of you know when you're asking if we were if we were to envision asking Adam Fisher if he was like, hey guys, I'll jump on your podcast right now. Great, awesome, Adam. What's your offensive and defensive philosophy? How do you want to play? He'd probably say to us, I can tell you how I want to play, but I can also tell you that I got to look at the at the at the uh the composition of our roster here you know i don't even have you know half my rosters in the portal i'm losing damian dunn truly don't know that's something that will kind of materialize and again i think you could look at what he might be able to beg borrow and steal from from past staffs and past places he's been at but that's one that i can almost guarantee will come up in the in the press conference next week like i said whether that's next tuesday wednesday or thursday but i think a lot of that's just going to depend on you know does he like is he one of those guys that that wants long guys with a lot of athleticism that can guard one through five and get out and run. Is he that type of guy? A lot of coaches say that. We'll, we'll see kind of just a, a question. Sure. Be better answered. Yeah. Next week. Cause otherwise, I mean, I don't know. You're pretty much guessing at like, well, Penn state was towards the bottom in pace in 2022. Well, that's probably more Shrewsbury than it is Fisher. And also Penn state was most of the time outgunned and found ways to win things. So that's yep. probably also a conscious effort. Like let's slow this game down let's take them out of their rhythm and, Maybe we stand a chance against Purdue. So it's kind of just like you're really guessing at this point. Next question here from Constitution Al is the screen name. Uh, we've heard a lot about Fisher's local ties and recruiting successes in Philly. Do, what, do we have any idea of how he's perceived as far as X's nose go? Again, that's another thing that remains to be seen. You know, I don't, unless you're in that huddle in Penn State and Miami, all of these guys, again, when you're an assistant coach, you have scout duty, you know, and it rotates and stuff. I haven't heard anything bad about his ex's nose abilities. Again, this is a, this is a respected young uh, assistant coach. And, you know, if, if he's building out his staff here and a guy like Michael Huger is, you know, he's leaning on him for this, or he's leaning on Bobby Jordan for that. I, again, I know it sounds like a bland answer. It's a question that remains to be seen. I have not heard, I have not heard, I will tell you constitutional. I haven't heard anything like, oh, he's a great recruiter, but he he can't coach his way out of a wet paper bag. I've not heard that about him. So I haven't heard anything bad about 
his X's nose stuff. I mean, you hear stuff like John Becker at Vermont. It was like literally guys, one of the better X's nose coaches in the country. But if he comes to Temple, can he assemble the staff that he needs? Can he recruit? Does he, is he going to just embrace everything he has to do to win at Temple? I mean, sometimes you hear these, these knocks on people. He's good at this, but not good at that. I think, you know, a lot of the book is still yet to be written on Adam Fisher. And I think, you know, Javon pointed to this at the, at the early part of the podcast, you know, go with the young guy who's, who you think his, his best years might be ahead of him. He's a, a young, energetic guy and a good recruiter. Haven't heard anything bad about his ex's nose ability. It's not like I haven't heard him pigeonholed into one category, if that makes sense. And I'll just say just from a, probably doesn't even just apply to Adam Fisher. I don't think you stick around as an assistant coach in college basketball for a decade having not played college basketball without being able to coach college basketball. Yeah. Like, it's not like there was like, oh, well, you know, he used to, he was really good at Canisius and now he's able to translate that. Like, I feel like he would have had to work really hard at learning how to teach basketball and coach basketball in order to stick around as long as he has. I think we got, we got one more here in the mailbag from the Hick. The Hick condensing his mailbag questions. He normally gives us about seven or eight to Ooh. answer. This is a one Singular mailbag question from the Hick. We appreciate the brevity. Appreciate you subscribing. I'm just having some fun with you here. What Temple men's basketball portal players could return? All right. Well, it's, it would be a minor miracle if Damian Dunn's back. We know Caleb Battle and and Temple parted ways before the season was even over. Jamil Reynolds, Reynolds gone. being courted by by Kansas. You know, and again, it's Temple was on to something with Jamil. You know, again, at this time last year, we're hearing, okay, or was it last? Was, this, was it this time last year? I mean, whenever he was in like April or May last year. Yeah. So when Jamil yeah. Reynolds' name came up, you talk to people, hey, you know, Donnie Dawkins is telling the Temple staff, you can get him in shape. He's a future pro. And you think, okay, is there any truth to that? We see his ability. We see his ability. I mean, if he's, if he's, if Kansas is one of his options, I don't know if he's been formally offered yet. It's going to be hard to get. I see Miller getting some A-10 interest, um, Zach Hicks getting some A-10 interest, some Big East interest. Now, none of these guys... I see her also getting SMU interest. Yeah, I see Miller. Wasn't he supposed to visit last week? I think he did. I think he took an yeah. official visit there. So, but none of these guys have committed, right? That um, that um, uh, I mean, there could be some stuff pending. We'll see. Nothing official yet. There could be something brewing. But, it, you know... Do I think that some of them will give Adam Fisher a chance? Yes, I, I think I'd be again. Unless Adam Fisher's got something up his sleeve, you'd have to think Damian Dunn's gone. Jamil Reynolds is gone. Again, KB is, yeah. is gone, was going to be gone regardless. We have to see, you know, we have to see how he how he feels about Isaiah Miller. You know, again, this is speculation, nothing more. When you're talking about going back to the question about his offensive philosophy, maybe Adam Fisher says, you know, I want a guy with a little bit more a little bit more length and athleticism at, at the, at the point there. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see again, none of them have committed elsewhere. And then you look at, I know this isn't really necessarily the Hicks question, but current guys on the roster, you know, Tosh tweet barring something unforeseen can't go anywhere. Cause he's already transferred a couple of times. Shane Dazoni has already transferred a couple of times. Deuce Roberts redshirt this past season, maybe unless he decides that he wants to leave the program, you'd have him coming back. Jaleel white has not hit the portal. So maybe he's sticking around. Right. He might have to work through some health issues with uh, with his shoulder. Emmanuel Akpomo was not put his name into the portal. Maybe that's a guy that Adam Fisher feels he can develop. But this, I mean, this is going to be a portal heavy off season. We'll see if if uh, Zion Stanford, who had a really good uh, state championship game for West Catholic, scored thirty points in that game. You know, this is now he's still not just committed to, but signed his national letter of intent with Temple. I'm sure we'll have some details there if he decides to. Uh, stay signed with Temple, or if he asks out of his letter of intent. But uh, they miss anybody on the roster? To answer the question, I think the most likely people are probably Heiser Miller and Zach Hicks. But yeah, yeah, I would think, like you said, I think the more significant thing is that the people that are currently on the roster, like Jaleel White, is the one that's like, is he going to enter? Or I'm probably more likely to stay than they were 48 hours ago. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, now the you you shift from one gear in terms of covering a coaching search in the next year now is, you know, talking to people and saying, you know, what do you think a, an Adam Fisher staff would look like? What are you hearing? Does this name make sense? And it's just, you're just, again, like I said before, it's wash, rinse and repeat, vetting the same stuff, hearing this about this guy joining Adam Fisher staff, hearing that they're looking at this guy in the portal. You try to source things as best as you can, but like, that's the one piece of it that, 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 uh, that gets out of the way. And then the, uh, 
the next part of it is like, okay, now it's the staff, it's this and that. So it never ends, but that's, that's, um, that's part of the job. So um, I think we got everything in the, in the mailbag guys, right? I'm not missing anything here. Joe Becca, one of our, one of our loyal subscribers has said that, that Lee uh, has been working at Sixers games. So to answer your question, Al to the eighth degree, yes, he, uh, he's been at Sixers games. Don't know if he formally resigned to Temple. I don't know if we'll see him as a. Uh... I think you can probably moonlight. I think they'd probably be okay with. Yeah, you can do both. Would you be who? Who on our Al Scoop staff would be the best in-game arena host? Javon, like current staff. Yeah, Javon would get angry at the person in the second row for like something mundane that then would impact everything else. So I'm <laughs> gonna say I'm gonna say Max. I think Max is gonna take it pretty seriously. Yeah, yeah. Max Dinenberg. He's gonna be prepared. He's gonna have notes. He's going to, you know, I'll crack a joke. Caden will, will roast him with his sinister laugh. Caden, when Caden, when you get fired up with that laugh, it's a, it's a joy to behold, I would say. He's just, he's, he's yeah, fun, that, I paid, him, paid him a compliment and he didn't know what to say. I think Caden can be the voice they do when the opposing team shoots free throws. Like that laugh will just be the way of them jarring <laughs> somebody up. Caden, do you think you'll ever be able to concentrate on football recruiting and spring football again? Or is your brain just scarred by this coaching search coverage? I guess it's the the scar of the the coaching search coverage, but I think yeah, I can it'll be uh, get back Kane's, Kane's laugh, and if the if the opponent goes over two in the fourth quarter, everybody gets Bud Ice. I've never heard someone call it Bud Ice in my that's, life. So no, was... it's a different thing. That's not Bud Light. Bud Ice oh. is the low, level below it, right? Oh. I thought Bud Ice is like the straight gas station. Um, yeah, it's the big blue Kansas Ice. It's complete. It's it's a step below Bud Light. <laughs> well. That'll do it for this week. Again, we plan on this one being a mailbag heavy episode of the scoop. Again, we'll have a lot more for you in the coming weeks. Again, uh, we'll probably likely record next week after the Adam Fisher press conference right now. Like I said, as of now, I'm hearing that it's probably going to be next Wednesday. Most likely we'll see. I mean, they could switch things up. Usually almost every new coach is introduced at the Fox Giddis room of the Leah Chorus center. So we'll have a lot more for you next week. Again, I think and then uh, right after that, the like that's a dead period. They're in a dead period starting tomorrow, I think. And then that opens up Thursday afternoon. So that doesn't really apply like transfer guys and like calls like that. But like if Adam Fisher has some high school kids that he's interested in, he could be on the road Thursday afternoon trying to piece things together. Yeah. Yeah. So again, we didn't talk any spring football. We will next week. If you've been subscribing to Al Scoop and uh, you frequently read the site, you know, we've had a ton of spring football coverage uh, stuff up on the site from Declan Landis about DJ Woodbury moving inside this spring, playing some inside linebacker, Johnny Zwizlak writing about Ahmad Anderson and, and uh, what they're depending upon with him, with the receiving core, a uh, lot of spring football coverage, Leighton Jordan stuff, Jose Barbon stuff, our pro day coverage. So uh, you can still go to alscoop.com, get your football fix. Again, want to, um, want to thank our sponsor of the Scoop, Greenspan and Greenspan Injury Lawyers, for their support of the podcast. Thank you to Javon, Kyle, and Caden for joining us. Thank you to you for listening. And Thank you, John. For what? For also being part of this podcast. <laughs> You're welcome, Kyle. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be back next week with whatever news next week brings. So have a good night. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>